Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Ronnie. All right, I don't know if I told you this before. Actually, I do think I've talked about this before, but um, so both you and I, we've taught and we have teaching credentials, right? Yes. So originally, when I got my teaching credentials... Actually, I don't have teaching credentials because that was kind of my whole thing. It was a libertarian private school. So I (laughs) I did not have any credentials, but it was a great school, top top of the state. Well, that's great. I only got them because of, you know, the uh, bureaucracy bureaucracy of you have to have this. Yep, yep. So anyways, the point is I got two teaching credentials in California because I wanted to do this thing called, um, I wanted to be this thing called a studio teacher. And the studio teacher was required that you have two teaching credentials, one in elementary and one secondary subject, and that you become certified in child labor laws that pertain to the entertainment industry. So what I did is I worked on set like on sets of films or commercials or even photo shoots that had child actors or child models. And I not only did I make sure that they were getting their schoolwork done, but I also had to make sure that all the child labor laws were being enforced. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's an interesting position um, or certification that only exists in California or if the child is a California a minor or a resident and they travel to another state or another country in order to film, um, then the production company also has to provide a studio teacher. So, so that's what I did. It's, it, yeah, it's an interesting little world, but so I was thinking about that just recently and it got me thinking about child labor laws in general. So here's a question, Brittany, when you were a kid, did you, did you work? Did you have jobs? What did you kind of? Yes. So I babysat like crazy because I lived in a community with a lot of kids. So there was always a need for babysitters. Um, I was like a nanny for a little bit. So I did. I think that counts. I did work. Hmm. When you were at what age would you say? Was this like when you were a little bit older, a little bit younger? Um, About 11 to. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Younger. So pretty. So younger. 11 is when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I. I was babysitting also, I think around 11 or 12. I did what I did, but then I actually got my first kind of job when I was 14 and I was working Mm -hmm. at this is a local public publishing company, but uh, by publishing company. Wait, really? So you had like a real, like a real job. It was was a printing company. Sorry. Um, Okay. Yeah, it was a real job. It was something where, so uh, it was like this warehouse and they printed, so this was, I was in Texas at the time and they printed Texas legal books, like Texas, uh, like the penal codes and things and they text, they printed all the text. It's very, it's very random now, but for some reason, I remember it was during the summer and I think it was 14, they needed help. And it was very simple things. Like I just took stacks of paper and then I put dividers in them and then I put the spirals on them and then I ran it through the spiral machine. Very simple stuff. But that was my first ever job. And still I was only 14 at the time. Um, But uh, anyway, so child labor is, it's an interesting um kind of thought. I was actually doing a little bit of research and I realized that even within some libertarians, it's considered a little bit of a, you know, divided. Yeah. It's a hot topic. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, like on one hand, it, when you talk about child labor and child labor laws, you know, we have these in, these images conjured up in our mind. We think of, you know, young kids working in like the coal mines or sweatshops, which is where you have a bunch of people working in a small room and they're working tons of hours. Which are also not necessarily bad, but we'll take that for another yeah. episode. <laughs> But I'm saying that's what, like, when we talk about child labor laws, that's what people get in their minds, these, like, negative things of, like, oh, bad conditions, uh, dangerous situations, um, people being taken advantage of. That's what you think of. Um, Or, okay, so have you... Do you, did you ever watch the movie Newsies? Well, now it's like a Broadway okay. show. Okay, everything. First of all, I am a musical, like okay. I'm obsessed with musicals. <laughs> to my entire young childhood, I had a crush on Christian Bale. Oh, the yeah. reason is because he um, was in Newsies. Not a good yeah. singer, but he was in Newsies. So short answer, Ronnie, that is like one of my <laughs> earliest and best memories of a musical. I was obsessed. My brothers were in the play. Love it. One of my favorite movies. Yes. It was also one of mine as well, for sure. I watched it so many times. I want to break out in song right now, but I won't. Anyways, <laughs> but still, you think about it's the story of a bunch of newsboys and they, you know, they, they go on strike, right? So because it's unfair, they feel like the price hike is unfair. Whatever the point is, is that these are kind of the ideas that we think of when we think of, oh, this is why we need to have child labor laws because the boys like the newsies are being taken advantage of. So Anyways, we have a lot of these like negative ideas that have been kind of drummed up into our heads. And so a lot of people think, oh, we definitely need to have um, child labor laws. We need the government to step in and tell us what kids can do and can't do and at what age um, and for how long. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a divided thing. But you're making me want to sing right now. I'm I'm just about to (laughs) sing. uh, Is what is it? Fine life. Carry everything to bed. But if we end early, we can like end singing the song. <laughs> um, but so, okay, you didn't have too many jobs when you were younger. I also just babysat, and then I didn't really have any other bigger jobs until I was 14. But um, so, my daughter, she's 11 right now, and she is, we, and I'm homeschooling her still. And we found a local like a preschool in our area. It's an at-home preschool, so run out of someone's house. And they were looking for homeschool girls to who wanted to help and be like a preschool apprenticeship. I love that. Of, so um, one day a week, my daughter goes in for three hours in the afternoon, and she helps at a preschool. And so it's fantastic. So she's 11, but it's a great fit for her because she's learning, um, you know, learning a lot learning about how to take care of younger kids. She's getting like, a, you know, they're giving her a little bit of money, but she feels as though she's like earning her own money and like making her an income. So it's this really great opportunity. And then I also think about, you know, the magazine, the Title Twins magazine that we put on. And every month we feature a young entrepreneur. And there's been some amazing stories that we've featured in there um, of kids that are doing all these really cool jobs. And so definitely kids have started working and being inventive and finding ways to earn money at much younger ages than just, um, you know, 14, 16 or whatever that yeah. people usually, usually consider. But so then we just talked about the negatives that people usually think of when they think of child labor laws. But here's a bunch of positive examples of kids, younger kids who are working. And you then you have to think, well, should the government mandate that these kids can't work in this way, that they're not allowed to rake leaves for neighbors to earn money? 
at what point should the government be able to mandate the things that the kids are able to do? So kind of like, you know, to wait a little bit, like pros and cons to it. So, yeah, and I think too, like back in back in the time when kids were working in the coal mines, you know, because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of these come from is kids were working in factories and it was a lot of them were children from immigrants who everybody had to work so they could put a roof over their heads. Yeah, these were pretty bad conditions. Mm-hmm. A five-year-old shouldn't be in a coal mine. I don't think, they, I don't know if they yeah. were five. But, check that. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> there were some like more, it made more sense, but now it, now it seems like it, it stops kids from learning lessons mm-hmm. that would really set them up for adulthood. Well, I think as we've often discovered is that a lot of laws and rules are set that uh, don't, on the surface, it sounds as though they're for a good cause, but they're not actually solving the true problem. So in a case like this, if, oh, all these kids are going to the dangerous conditions of the coal mines because they need money for their family to eat, maybe the best solution here is what conditions have been set up that these families can't afford to eat what is causing this extreme poverty what ways can that be solved and so i feel like sometimes laws are made uh, like child labor laws which might have good intentions at the beginning but end up like you said harming other kids or harming other you know the benefits that could come out of working not necessarily in a coal mine i don't think kids should be working in a coal mine but <laughs> if send them back to the coal mines builds character <laughs> seven-year-old wants to be um again raking leaves for their neighbor and earning money that way then i say maybe that's okay so anyways i was going through um child labor because we're talking about them but i actually was diving in and looking at what the child labor laws were so i'm really familiar with working on set with child actors before i get there so right now uh the government says that in most circumstances if you're under 16 years old you are not allowed to work during school hours at all so even if you're homeschooled and you want to work um you know pick up a couple hours at some local business that would hire you if it's during school hours of the local public school you can't work and so that is like the law right now, which is feels feels a little bit unfair. Um, and then if you're under 14, there's only a few jobs that you are allowed to have, which is you can deliver papers, you can work in performing arts, you can babysit, you can work for your parents, or you can do any farm work for your parents. I think it's interesting how that was like oh, grandfathered yeah. in. So farm work for your family is completely allowed. And in fact, that can be done during school hours. Isn't that weird? Hmm. I, it's interesting. Yeah, that uh, is interesting. Um, but so I'll just real fast learn because I started with talking about child actors. So I want to talk about the, uh, the interesting world of child labor laws for, for, for child actors. Um, because, you know, you've probably watched movies or TV shows and they have, you know, babies, like little mm-hmm. tiny kids or toddlers or preschoolers. Um, and so normally it would be like, wait, can you have a, toddler working but in performing arts yes you can uh and so having child and the child labor laws at least in california are so strict it's things like if you are between this age you can only work you can only be on set this many hours of that many hours you need to have one hour for food you need to have this many hours of rest time only this many hours if you can be in front of the camera <laughs> and it's very like regimented it's like um, three hours a day for like harry potter kids i heard i don't know if that's true or not that they were only allowed to film for three hours a day until they turned um, 18 
No, they it should be more than that. The three hours okay. of it, three hours of schooling, but depending on how oh, old you were, okay. you can, I think at that age you can be on set for like nine hours or nine and a half with a meal. This is this is California. I don't know about UK what their rules are. But um, I would imagine because California is like the place that that's a pretty yeah interesting yeah. So it's super strict there, but. So all in all, the kind of question that this brings up that, again, uh, this is not one of those podcasts in which I have an answer for. It is just one of those episodes in which it brings up an idea and allows people to think about this. But the ultimate question here is, to what point do we think that the government should be involved and be able to mandate what children are allowed to do for work? And is there... Just because a kid is a kid, I mean, we have a lot of kid listeners, just because you're under 14, does that mean that you shouldn't be allowed to work? Why is that? Um, And is it just because, oh, we want you to be in school? What if you're homeschooled and you're still doing all of your school and you can still work? So it's just, I don't know, when we talk about things that the government mandates, it's an interesting thought of how far should the government be making the mandates in this too? I think that's I think that you, that's a good point, and I think that what we always talk about is like it goes back to you know the parents and doing what's best for the kids. And I know there's a Acton Academy, which I think Connor's kids are going to now. Oh yeah, they do apprenticeships, and so like you are working during the day at a younger age. So um, yeah, yeah, I think that I think these are these are really interesting things to think about, and if we need them or not. So good good openers for conversations. Do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap up, Ronnie? No, that's really it. Like I said, it was something that I was just pondering without a clear solution yet but just something on my mind and I thought others might want to think about it too yeah no it's so interesting and I yeah as somebody who wanted to make money as a kid you know I I think it's I think it's a good discussion to have all right guys well thank you so much for listening don't forget to like and subscribe and as always we will talk to you again soon all right see you soon you've been listening to the way the world works make sure your family is subscribed and check out tuttletwins.com for more awesome content